What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of What's Good Podcast. Today we have a special guest. Her name is Sasha, aka Pretty Hurts. Um, I do want to start off today with saying thank you to everyone that does um, any type of networking events. These last couple of guests that's been on my show is due to me networking. For an example, with Sasha, Wolf Nation, they had um, an event that I met her at. Shout out to Wolf Nation. And me and her just completely vibed the whole night. Like We sat next to each other the whole night, vibed, laughed, and just had a good time. So um, when you guys see those networking events, I suggest you go because you can really meet some really nice people. So with that being stated, I want to thank Sasha for coming in today for episode number four of What's Good Podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Like I said, yeah, my name is Sasha, a.k.a. Pretty Hurts. I'm, I'm a poet, and I also have my own podcast coming up, Melanin Moments and Mimosas. And, yeah, that event was real dope. Like, mm-hmm. I love the, the Melanin. The, everybody was so nice and energetic. Yes. So, yeah, I do poetry. I also do, like, empowerment events. And I like to explore. I like to travel. I like to meet different people. You just never know. One person you meet today, you never know where you can go. That's, That's been my best, my best people, best friends. That's so good. <laughs> All right. So um, how I like to start it off is just with a simple icebreaker, just for us to get to know you based off your answers that you give, right? Okay. So the first one, if you could sit on a bench in a beautiful woods, who would you like sitting next to you on the bench and why? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I would say... Uh, I would say Chris Brown. Really? <laughs> That's your celebrity crush? Uh, yeah. Okay. I was like, uh, controversial. Yeah, I don't say it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a diehard Chris Brown fan. Every time he comes, I go see him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you pay those VIP tickets to go backstage? Uh, no, no. Okay. My money ain't there yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not not, not just there yet, you know. That's good. But you, every time you come to town, you're yeah, there. Every time, yeah. I'm Do like, you have a buddy that goes with you, a homegirl? Yeah. We like, uh, Both stop fans. everything we're doing. Let's go. <laughs> we call it, like, it gets crucial. It gets serious. Like, mm-hmm. my friend, she was at work one time, and she called me, and she was like, hey, she had me entering her credit card number, and I'm trying to look for all of our seats and stuff, and mm-hmm. it was dead serious, like, dead. Okay, the world stops, Chris Brown, yep, we got to make it happen. <laughs> everything, every, everything gets rescheduled. That's good. Okay. The second one, are you sunrise, daylight, twilight, or night? Please share why you picked your time of day. Uh, I would say night. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a weirdo. I like to stay up all night. Like, I have to literally make myself go to bed. Mm-hmm. I, I do all type of weird stuff to try to make myself go to bed. But all my best thoughts come at night. And it's kind of annoying because, you know, everybody be asleep. <laughs> Got you. Okay. All right. So I want to go ahead and get into a little bit more about you. We're going to go ahead and start the podcast. So um, how did you create your name Pretty Hurts? Uh, I think it would it had to be cause I went through a lot of stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, not a huge social media person, but now with the field I'm in, I have to be more, like, involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, uh. So then I was just like, and it was actually before the Beyonce song, because I get a lot of people like, was it because of that? I'm like, 
actually not a Beyonce fan. Okay. Yeah, I said it. But, <laughs> but a lot of people, they're like, oh, did it come from that? But it's like, no, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. So it's like, I just created this name because I've was i been writing poetry since I was 11, 12. But I was like, okay. And at the time I was like working, you know, corporate field. And I was like, you know, nosy coworkers. Mm-hmm. They always trying to look you up and find you. So. Mm-hmm. so I just put Pretty Hurts on my social media. So they're like, oh, I can't find you. I'm like, cool. And it just, it just overall explained like, me as a person and my poetry and what I the stuff I write about. Okay. All right. So you say you've been writing poetry for how long? Uh, since I was about 11 or 12. Wow. What got you into starting so young? Mm, I would say, like, I had to project, like, all my, I would say, tribulations, mm-hmm. pain and all that. And I was, was like, your escape? Yeah, because I was, like, fighting a lot. I was getting into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to do anger management, all type of stuff. I would so have I never just, guessed because you're so yeah. nice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me now at 26. Yeah, I came a long way. Okay. So I was, I was like, you know what? I used to break stuff, and then I'd be like, wait a minute. I broke my CD player. I broke this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. Right. I now, need that. Yeah. <laughs> now I have nothing. Like, that's dumb. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? So I started writing, and I'm like, okay, cool. And then up until recently, I finally started performing, but I was kind of like, I'm still kind of like that, like, uh, protective over my, they're like, let me see your poem. I'm like, uh, because, you know, it's just different. It's mm-hmm. kind of personal. So what made you start performing? Um, I would say cause I've been battling for forever. I go to a lot of poetry events, and mm-hmm. Masterpiece, the poet, I don't know if y'all heard of her, but she's pretty dope. Shout out to Masterpiece. So she recently had a poet university, and she was teaching us, like, it was a workshop. She teaches mm-hmm. all different things, and just speaking with her and just getting that knowledge. And I was like, and she was just very encouraging, you know, very intelligent. I'm like, I could do this. Right. <laughs> that just made it better. I was like, you know, I got this, man. So were you performing before the internet workshop just helped you start performing? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I had never hit the mic, any open mics. I always go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, especially I would go past six, seven years. A lot of people know me. They're like, and I have some poets, like, they know I write. They're like, man, come on, you need to hop on the stage. Right. I'm, like, ah. I'm like, one day, one day, one day. <laughs> so then once I went and I just got so inspired and she had us, you know, get up there and do our poems and it kind of broke me out a little bit. And I was oh, like, ah. That was nice. Yeah, so I was like, okay. I was like, I got it now. So it was nice. just a nurse thing. It's like one thing to write it down, but another thing to speak it out to everyone else. And I would say like what they thinking. Because one time I did a personal poem one time mm-hmm. and it's just, it got really weird. Like, was the lady it emotional was, or? Uh, emotional. So okay. after the poem, the lady did like a whole little interview. It was like, you're not worried. I'm like, see? So I didn't want to do a personal. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, me and Becky. The poet, was talking about? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, see? I was like, I feel exactly what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you open that door, but then people think they can ask all these questions. Like, no. It's just my word. <laughs> yeah, it's Calm like, down. Like, like, <laughs> right. I just want to get out, get that out. Like, cool, you know? Right. So, yeah. Girl, they came up to you. I remember Becky was talking about that. That's crazy. And people try to, you know, ask too many questions. Just enjoy the show. Yeah, and I'm very, like, I say, like, awkward. Like, I remember my last job, my corporate job, and it was so funny because, like, my coworkers, I was a supervisor, they're like, man, they're like, they would name all the stuff I do when I get uncomfortable. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I never even noticed it. <laughs> I was like, man, you, you get to doing all this. Like, man, I was like, yeah, I just don't know what to say. It's like, I'm a very personal person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh. It's like, how do you tell somebody, like, mind your business in a nice way? <laughs> and I heard nobody spell it. Yeah, it's like, uh. It was just cringe. Like, earlier I had a moment. Um, 
I was getting my eyebrows done before I came up here. Mm-hmm. And so the lady, you know, I've been going there four or five years. So I went in a while, busy. So then, I don't know why, but she did my eyebrows. She's like, oh, I love your hair. And she just got the touch in there. Girl, I was like, ooh. Stop. I was like, and the other black lady next to me was looking. And I was, she looked at me. I looked at her. And I was like, she's like, oh, it's so pretty. It's so pretty. She's like, it's a twist with it. It's still in your hair. <laughs> and I was just like, why she in my I was just like, uh Oh my god! I was like, you know what? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I came a long way. So I was like, Ugh. how did you handle it? You were just like, Hee-hee. yeah, this was like, Ugh. <laughs> I was like, see the old me, yeah. <laughs> well, story. Stop it immediately. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay, so what inspires you to write? Uh, I would say a lot of stuff I write about is like my upbringing. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff that you know is like you get older. It's like some stuff you just put off, like, oh, I don't talk about that. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. So as I got older, I would say, like, 20, 21, when I really started to, like, search for myself and find myself, I was like, you got to go back through it. And you just can't, to go through something and to fully be over it, you just can't say, oh, that didn't happen. Right, so I started time. noticing, like, relationships and this, and I'm like, I don't even know who I am. Well, I mm-hmm. know who I am, but I got to sort through my trauma. So right. And then I just started writing about it. So I was like, because I don't feel comfortable just too much talking to people about it. Mm-hmm. Just like, people look at you differently a little bit. You yes, know? <laughs> they be judging. They be ju- yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you tell somebody something, and it's like, when they get mad, it's like, uh, and I'm like, see, that's why I don't open up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they throw it in your face. So I was like, you know what, I'll just write. So once I start writing about it, finally, because um, like me and Becky was talking about like writer's block, and it's because mm-hmm. you're writing about something that you're trying not to write about something. Right. You purposely trying to go away from what's really on your mind. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me just put it on paper, and it helped me. It is? Yeah. Okay, because that was my next question. Like, once you write it down, does it give you, like, a release a little bit? Yeah. That's yep. good. Definite release. I'm like, all this stuff is, I don't know, it's like, as we get older, it's like certain stuff you just try to avoid, and it's like, once you just really get back to thinking, you're like, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, whoa. But, yeah, it's, re- it's real therapeutic. That's good. Okay. And so the first time you performed, when was it? And how did you feel when you were done? And you saw the crowd, you saw the faces. Like, how did you feel after your first performance? I would say the first time, it was at Heroes. Yes, <laughs> Heroes. Uh, I got really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, that's the only way I was going to get through it. So my friend, uh, Rashad, the artist, shout mm-hmm. out to him. He's a rapper. So he was there with me, and Masterpiece was there, and a couple people from Poe University. So then I'm just, like, anticipating, like, them calling me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, was, I always hated, like, speech or anything like that, getting mm-hmm. up in front of people. So I'm just I'm just counting down. I'm like, man, what are they going to call me? So they called me, like, number two. So like, pretty hurts. I'm like, oh. So I look it's out. I'm like, okay. I'm like, man. <laughs> so I go up on stage. So I tried to look at the crowd, but I was trying to, you know, implement what she told us. Like, because I was reading from my phone. I was like, if you're going to read, look out. Just, you know, try to keep it. So I looked out, and I try not to look too much. I try to look over people's heads. I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh. So, so I didn't, you know, get stuck on nobody's face, like facial expression. Right. So it was a real personal piece I, I um, wrote about. And so I performed it. And once I was done, like, everybody, you know, was, like, excited and claps. And I was like, and I was just like, uh. you did it. Yeah, I was like, man. And I was just like, I came to that, finally did it. And to do that particular piece, and I was like, okay. I was like, I can do this. But I felt like, I felt really good. 
Mm-hmm. Her was like, you did good. I was like, man, I was nervous. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. beautiful. And that was last August. So I was like, man, I've been... I support people. I support mm-hmm. all the poets. You really do. Yeah. I see how you be reposting people's flyers and stuff on your yeah. social media. And I was like, I support everybody. I was like, man, you got to start supporting yourself, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Start putting yourself <laughs> yeah. out there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we look out for everybody else, but it's like, we kind of put ourselves like, to the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, I do it, I do it. And it's like, okay, I'm getting, you know, not too old. I'm 26, but I feel like I'm 36. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you knocking. Know, we so hard on ourselves. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? I We're our start biggest critics. This. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned something. You said the Poet University. Explain mm-hmm. what that is a little bit. Also, a workshop that Masterpiece does every, she does it twice every Thursday. She'll be starting it back up um, next month. Right now she's currently on tour. But, yeah, it's a workshop for upcoming poets, and she teaches you all different, you know, as, your, as a writer, all different techniques and mm-hmm. how to turn it into, like, making money off poetry. Because really? that's another thing we, we talk about a lot is people are like, oh, we're not going to pay you, but. We'll pay you an exposure, and it's like, eh. You need some <laughs> yeah, coins. Yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> so it's like she teaches all different, like, the game, you know, and it's kind of mm-hmm. very helpful because she's a very seasoned poet. Right. And it's like some people, you meet them, and it's like they're not really helpful. It's like, eh. Like, mm-hmm. But as her is to come back and to do this workshop for free, and it's like. Oh, it's she, for free? Mm-hmm, for free. Yeah, it's free 99. That's awesome. So she's <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, you know, I just want to give the game to y'all. You know, she's like, because nobody told me growing up. It's, you right. know, some stuff you have to go through, but it's like to be able to just put it out there and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be helpful, you know. Right. That's yeah. so good. And so she's from Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's from Dallas. That's what's up. And you just saw her, or you already knew about it. You was already following her, and then you saw that she was doing classes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, I've been following her for a while. I actually mm-hmm. met her back in, like, 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. at Heroes, actually. Okay. And so she had performed this powerful piece called My Son, and I was like, man, I bought her CD, we talked. And the funny thing is, she was like, you know, you could do it, you know, da, da, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, life, work, all that stuff got in the way, I was working crazy, but then, so that's when I saw her recently, last year, having it, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go, da, 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 mm-hmm. so I went, and that's when I told her, she's like, oh my God, it makes me feel so warm, I was like, yeah, like, cause she was like, you look familiar, but she really didn't, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, you look kind of familiar, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I remember you told me years ago to Get on the mic, and I didn't. I was like, so now's the time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I mean, the right. fact that it came back full <laughs> right. circle. So I was like, you know, nothing's a coincidence. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, it's the time. Stop playing. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay. And so I want to ask you, do you have, like, a mentor or anything? Mm-hmm. Like something, somebody that's guiding you to, you know, do your poetry? Because I know you're very well connected. I know when we was talking, he was like, do you know this person? I'm like, girl, I don't know nobody. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to get you out. <laughs> I was like, poetry wise, yeah, she's my mentor. She's she been is, okay. very helpful. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so, did you just reach out to her from there and it was like, hey, can you be my mentor? Or is it was just vibed out and like, it's just unspoken, you are my mentor? Yeah, more of that, yeah. Because when I started coming to the Poet University, and even when I did my first event, and I was like, you know, I reached out to her. And we had the showcase last October. Mm-hmm. And so, that was my first like feature. And it was just, like, like, okay, my first time, me personally being on a flyer, it was like, I had to memorize everything. Cause she told us, like, you know, you could do the open mic part if you come in and read off the phone, but if you on this flyer, you got to memorize these poems. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I was really beating myself. I was like, man, okay, 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 okay. So then, and I ended up going last. I was like, man, <laughs> <laughs> nerves was off. The, and she, and um, the showcase was, like, at 3 p.m. in mm-hmm. the middle of the day. 
So I wasn't able to, you know, get drunk before. <laughs> so, so I was like, man. So she ended up calling me last. I was not expecting to go last. I was mm-hmm. so nervous the whole time. I was like thinking I was going to be next. So she kept saying, come in. Da, da, da. Yeah. She was doing this. Everybody intro. When, when she say she or her, I was thinking it's me. And it wasn't. I was like, man. So I was like, it was my turn. <laughs> so I was like trying to get it over with. But it was, it was good, though. It was amazing. Do you have any techniques of memorizing your poems? Uh, I think I would say it's just running them back, like, because I'm self-employed. I do Uber and Lyft full-time, so mm-hmm. I have a lot of free time. So, like, when I'm in, in between rides or, mm-hmm. like, at home, I just run them, run them by myself. And my little brother, he's a big help, too. That's good. Mm-hmm. I run them by him. And he's like, okay, you got this. <laughs> okay, do you do it with music or you just freestyle, do your own rhythm? Yeah, just freestyle. I try to remember it that way. Okay. Because at first, that was my hardest thing. That's why I didn't want to. Like I said, we read ourselves all busy, biggest critic. Right. Because I was like, oh, because I feel like when you read off the phone, sometimes it takes away, depending on, you know, because I see some people, like, go to open mics, and they have this real long, and it's like they get stumped. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to do that. But so, yeah. So once I, that's why I really don't like getting on a mic too much unless I haven't memorized because I don't want to get caught up or, you know, thinking or looking yeah. at someone and right. get distracted. Like, sure. dang, lost my spot. Yeah. Okay. It'll be awkward. That's my <laughs> biggest fear. <laughs> it's been, okay. And yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I want to go into what was, like, one of your lowest moments since you've been a poet? Anything? Mm, I would say my lowest moment was actually, like, ironically, in the middle, right when I was finna perform, like, in all the midst of that, it was just this huge drama in the scene, all this stuff. So it's like... Wait, it was drama in the crowd? No, not the crowd. It was like, I don't know, it was all this stuff within the, the scene with me and all this stuff. And I was like, I was ironically, this is right when I finna perform. Right. It was just, you know, befriending people, befriending the wrong people. And it's gotcha. like, okay. So it was just having to fight through that and, you know, social media-wise. And mm-hmm. that's just not me. I'm not a social media person. It's like somebody attacking me on social media. Stop. And it's like, I just have to kind of... You know, just have to outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it's like, okay, how do I handle this? And the best thing is not to feed into nothing on social right. media. Keep it going. Keep right. it positive. And that's what I did. That's what got me through it. And I just kept it moving. It's like, just let people do what they're going to do on social media. Mm-hmm. And, you know, any other, otherwise, in another, you know, circumstance. You know, different. But, <laughs> 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 but online, you know, just... Just keep it cute. Don't acknowledge stuff like that. Don't feed into it. Okay. That's what people feed off of. That is true. Because yeah. as soon as you respond, I'm like, oh, snap, they respond. Let me go ahead and entertain it. Right. So. No responses in response. That's right. High key. <laughs> Not low key, but high key. Yeah, high okay. key. <laughs> so um, with your different obstacles that you go through, how do you... How do you say, hey, I'm just not going to allow this to bother me. I know this is my passion, and I'm going to continue to do what I want to do and continue to give, you know, do what my gift is and what God gave me. Mm, I would say my grandpa, like I was raised by my grandparents, mm-hmm. my granny and my grandpa. My grandmother, she passed away when I was 12. So that was a huge thing for me. And my grandpa, like, that's my everything. Like, he just turned 70, and I'm like, man. I can't believe he turned 70. He's so, he's so young. Like, he listened to Tupac, Drake. He Get was, out. He listened to everything. Like, <laughs> Papa, grandpa, cool. Grandpa's so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> his favorite songs. Like, I remember, like, the Whisper song when that mm-hmm. song came out. Like, Ying Yang Twins. Girl, get out. That I remember that song. Uh, <laughs> what's that song? Um, 
I'll follow that thing. Give, give me your number. And, and I'll call. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my grandpa's so young. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. He's Papa so ratchet. Is yes. In it, okay? <laughs> yes. So, like, him, I could... I can call him and I can tell him everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'd be like, I don't want to hear that, Granddaddy. Like, chill out, cause he'll he'll get real explicit, real deep. But yeah, I can talk to him about everything. So it's like it's nothing I can call him. Like I can call him the worst or whatever, you know. That mm-hmm. I don't did, and he'll be like, okay, this how we gonna handle, you know? Right. <laughs> he suit me down a little bit. Right. He's like this how we gonna handle it. Da, 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 da. So, mm-hmm. but I can talk to him about anything. That's good. That's good. So you do have your group where you can talk to and say, hey, you know, this is what I'm going through. And they just give you advice. Yeah. That's good. So within the poetry element, like what type of people do you say, oh, you know, I want to keep you around in my circle versus, okay, I feel your vibe. You're not, you know, we're not on the same level. How do you pick and choose who you want in your circle? Mm, I would say the energy. It's like people try to give you a facade, but. Energy, you can't like. I could be out, and some people can walk past me, and I feel like uh. mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's real. It's like once I started really thinking, like, oh, that's crazy, but no, it's not crazy. Once I start really taking it in, it's like, yeah, you can kind of decipher, especially meeting people on several occasions. It's like they stand out fish or whatever. It's like, okay, that's you, right? Because sometimes I try to get people to benefit that way, like, they're mm-hmm. just having a bad day, but it's like, oh, if it's always something going on with you. Let me let me go over here. Right. <laughs> I don't want I no think. parts of that, you know. Because I do not want that bad energy to follow me. Right, because it Cause that, it's transfers. Yeah, when you're around negative, like, you'll be like, why is all this stuff going wrong? Mm-hmm. And then you just step back. And that's what I do sometimes. I step back, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, everything just started going back right. And I'm like, all right. It's, it was that person. All right, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah, because okay, that's bye. the thing. <laughs> Within my last two years, like, especially last year, like, mm-hmm. I lost a lot of friends, yeah, and that's the thing I had like to that. get through. It's like, just because you've been cool with them, sixth, seventh grade, like, you just keep giving people chances and chances, mm-hmm. and it's like, nah, you got to let them go. That's true. And once I did that, life's just been going up since then. That's how you know somebody or someone that shouldn't, shouldn't even just be around you. Because mm-hmm. once you separate yourself, you can't see the elevation. And I really do feel that sometimes. Because I know I lost a lot of friends from high school. We mm-hmm. had a big group of us. Now it's only four. Right. We call each other the Fantastic Four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Final Four. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you just grow up and then your likes maybe not be their likes or, mm-hmm. you know, you just eventually just grow apart. Right. And, and people like definitely that. show you, like, on social media. You find out a lot. Like, yes. Yep. Because, like, once, me, once I started changing my life, especially, like, I'm vegan or whatever. So mm-hmm. once I started, like, you know, when vegan, natural hair, it's just certain stuff is, like, Oh, why are you doing that? It's questions. Like people is like supposed to be your friends, mm-hmm. and it's like you get real, you know, question combative. It's like I thought she was my friend. Like, right? Yeah. What made you be a vegan? Uh, I, I always, ironically, I always wanted to mm-hmm. when I was younger, and I'm like one day, but you know, growing up, you know, typically black household, you right? Gotta, you gotta eat chicken. what they got, you know. You gotta eat what <laughs> what's going on. But so I was like, you know, when I get my money right, you know, when I get older, I was like, I want, I want to try it. Mm-hmm. So as that time went on, I'm like, okay, I tried it. Well, first, yeah, I tried it. I went cold turkey probably back really? in 2014. Yeah, I did, but that lasted for like a month. And then I gave in to Raising Cane's. Girl, because that sauce. Yeah, and I, <laughs> but I got so sick, though. Like, I threw up so, yeah, it was oh, terrible. Because wow. I hadn't ate, you know. Once you change your body to eat a certain way, mm-hmm. it's just like going on a diet. If you pig out and eat something, yeah, you're going to be sick. Right. You got to ease into it. True. So I was like, you know what, let me tackle this. I got this. Mm-hmm. So then I was like. 
June of 2017. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it in steps this time. Right. Because I would ask people, and they're like, okay, do it in steps. Mm-hmm. So first I went pescatarian. Yeah. So I did that for six months. And I was like, okay, I went to New Orleans at the end of December. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what better place to go out with the last bang, you know, than mm-hmm. New Orleans, you know, NOLA. So I ate my last seafood there. And then um, January of last year, all the way into, I think, August. Yeah. And I just went vegetarian wow. and after that. But I was still, like, barely eat, like, dairy. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, just going yeah, into it. How do you it. get rid of cheese? Cheese. Well, they got I vegan cheese. cheese. They got all type of, girl, they got all type of stuff. Does it taste the same? Yeah. If you yeah. make it right. Because that's the hard part about it. going to restaurants. Mm-hmm. Some people, they really try to play you. That's the only thing with vegan spots. They know okay. it's a big thing now. So they, they place me super high, some of them. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like you got to learn you know so do you make your own food sometimes yeah i'm you big do? on recipes that's, oh, that's the good. that's the best way though, to make your own food that's good man. do you yeah. do the bowls the fruit bowls and yogurt and the oatmeal buzz this girl was telling me all these ingredients i'm like girl you know i haven't <laughs> tried that one yet that's one thing it's like i be trying it's like kind of lazy i'm like uh i'm like but that's the best thing though to make your own stuff gotcha that's dope okay so i want to get to your highest moment I know we talked about your lowest. Now, what was your highest moment since you've been a poet? Uh, I would say the highest was the the showcase. My mm-hmm. first, first time being on the flyer, you know, mm-hmm. featuring. That was my highest. A couple of my friends since, one of them since seventh grade, shout out to Jade and Crystal. They came out, and I was like, to see them out there, I was Good like, Good job, yeah, friends. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they sent me the recording. So I was like, oh, my God. I was like, okay, cool. But, like, it was really cool. Like I said, I was super nervous. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, so... I got through it, and I also had um, shout out to uh, Rain. He's a poet too. He's like writing me on Messenger, like trolling me because he had never heard me speak. You know, do any poetry. He's like, "You better be good, or I'm a." Uh. <laughs> He's like, "I'm a bully." <laughs> that would have made me so nervous. <laughs> so on top of that, yeah, you know, he was bullying me on top of that. <laughs> but I wouldn't call it too much bullying because I like I like a challenge, yeah, right? So he know that so. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, watch, I'm going to show you. Right, I'm going to get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So after then, I was like, I was waiting to see what he was going to say. And he's like, yeah, you did good. He's like, other than you being nervous, he's like, I know you probably, I was like, y'all was nervous. He's like, but, you know, I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, I have nothing bad to say. <laughs> the feedback. Yes, that's so good. Okay, so I want to talk about what's next for you. I know we had, you have the event, Melanin, Mimosas, and... What was the other uh, M? Melanin Moments and Mimosas. That's right. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, it's about the same name of my upcoming podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, coming soon. <laughs> yeah, coming soon. But it's my. It'll be my second event. So mm-hmm. the last event I did was uh, it was off self love, self care. Mm-hmm. So this one will be about empowerment. So we we'll, of course have mimosas, and I'm really excited. I've been getting a lot of a lot of good feedback. A lot That's of people. Cool. A lot of people. Oh, I would say that was another high. It was when I did that event because. You know, I really didn't know the the ins and outs of planning an event, how mm-hmm. stressful it is. Right. So that day and the day before my event, especially the day of, people was really like blowing my phone up. It was like my dog died, all type of stuff. But <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> all type of stuff. So I was like, man, like, are you coming or not? You know, like, right. and it mainly was you know people I knew, of course not strangers, but mm-hmm. like that girl said, my dog died. Yeah, all type of stuff. It's like, man, come on. <laughs> but. So, so the event, like I said, will be about empowerment, and I'm excited because it was a good turnout, mm-hmm. and I have a lot of people contacting me about it, and I want to do that probably like every quarter for the podcast, mm-hmm. do the do all different events, mm-hmm. and 
and as well, I get to implement my poetry. It was last time they, it was kind of on the spot last time. They was like, do a poem. I was like, oh, I didn't think I was going to be, you know, because the last event I did was with wine. So Got it. I was like, okay, cool. But yeah, I'm excited though. It's um, March the March the 30th from 3.30 to 5.30. And where? At um, Pan-African Connection. Shout out to the Pan-African Connection. I don't know if you've ever been. It's a really dope spot. Mm-hmm. That's where, uh, shout out to Becky. I know we've been saying her name throughout right. this whole doggone <laughs> podcast. Love you, Becky. <laughs> Becky the Poet. Becky. That's my girl. <laughs> Becky the Poet on Instagram. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she was telling me about that place last night. So it seems like uh-huh. a lot of people go there to yeah. do their events. Yes. Uh, no, not only is it a, like a bookstore, mm-hmm. it has African clothing wear, all type of stuff. It's also a resource center. Like, mm-hmm. they have a literacy fest coming up. They do, like, art shows. Yeah, a lot of people do different events up there. And the, the owner, she's really, really nice. So That's nice. Okay, I'm going to have to look into that because I definitely am looking to open, doing an event soon. Mm-hmm. Don't know when, but soon. I need a space. Uh-huh. So I'm going to definitely look into that. So um, this one part, as far as a segment of my podcast, mm-hmm. I like to ask, you know, what's something that someone gave you as far as something free? That was amazing. That took you to the next level. I feel like you're going to say masterpiece because I know that was the free event. But what is something that either someone told you or you did attend or you went to a class, something that was totally free and just helped you, you know, I was here. But when I left there, it just helped me get to a next place within my journey. I would say probably like two years ago. I tried out um, Toastmasters. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yes, I want to do it. I went to the one. Well, that was the only thing that was amazing. Like when I used to work at Addison, the corporate mm-hmm. field, it was right in the heart of everything on Bell Line and Quorum. Oh yeah, you was so right there. It was a it's some bakery place. I can't remember the name of it, mm-hmm. but they would do Toastmasters on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So I went, and that's what kind of helped too, like speaking publicly, speaking in front of people. Mm-hmm. So I went, and it was like really amazing. Yeah, I met all different type of people. It was even a lady uh, named Tran. She owned her own restaurant, and she was just saying how. Her first year, she worked like 60 to 80 hours a week. Wow. Yeah. So she was like, but to see where she was like within a matter of like six months, mm-hmm. it was like amazing turnout. So she was just, you know, she, like I said, she didn't know me. We connected. It's like, you know, I just spoke to her, spoke to everybody. Mm-hmm. I was kind of reserved. That's kind of how I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of getting out of that now. But, and yeah, and she just talked to me like she knew me and was like, you know, here's my number if you need anything. And That's I was lovely. Like, yeah, and I was like, I just felt so warm. I was like, man, I was like, it's amazing people out here. That's good. You still talk to her to this day? Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, I was like, I was like, man. So just, it just learned me how to, it just helped me learn like how to, I would say be quick on my feet in a sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. I like it. I was actually thinking about doing Toastmasters, too, because um, ADP, where I used to work, mm-hmm. they had it within the corporate set. Oh, really? They did, and I left before I got into it, but definitely going to look back into it because I heard so many good things as far as you know, being comfortable with other people, speaking in front of people, orchestrating your words. I'm like, that was pretty dope. So that's good mm-hmm. that you experienced that. All right, so I know... That you have a poem. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I got a little poem or whatever. <laughs> She's going to bless us today. <laughs> this is going to be exciting. So, yeah, I'll give you that little so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sign, sign, a little sprinkle. All right. I spit these haters into submission. 
Having them wish they could conquer me. I let them dream as I sit and I take the throne. Showing them I'm here to stay. Causing your discomfort. Loudly scoop my chair to the table you tried to take from me. You thought you'd run me. You thought you'd stop me. I shed light down the tunnel of your lies. Leading us to your fake movement. Pretending to be solution while causing confusion. Wonder how you feel when you keep seeing me. Kicking down our doors. Barriers. Try to deflate this ego. Call it Patriot's effect. But this black girl be bold, be beautiful, be boisterous, making room for herself even when others don't see her value. No, you would not silence me. When they can't kill your truth, lies come bouncing from tongues. But only the real, real lies, the real lies you harbor in your heart full of hate. I bet you drop to your knees and try to pray against it. But don't be afraid to yell my name. Spit it, say it, louder than you ever moaned before. Funny how quiet you are in the flesh. My man Tupac said it best. They talk a lot of, but that's after I'm gone because they fear me in the physical form. But I got news for you. You will get these poems by choice or by force, even if I have to take these words and shove it down your throat. You see, I'm still sitting pretty through all the pain, hurt, the crack that was born through these veins. I be miracle. I be sunlight. And as I stand on this stage and I fight against your attempted crucifixion, I am. Pretty hurts. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That is really nice. Thank you. So is that the poem? That's the first one that you did? Yeah, that was my well no, I did another one, but this one was like in particular it was like I ended up writing it in the middle of all that drama. So I just took it to the, you know, took it to the pet pen and pad. I was like, Whoa. And that was a good I release. Loved it. So if you don't mind, what inspired you to write that piece? <laughs> If you don't mind sharing, because that was really nice and deep. Thank you. Uh, I would say, like I said, that that drama, just all that social media stuff, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm just gonna take it to the to the pen and pad, and that's what I did. Yes. Okay. So um, I know earlier we talked about the free advice that someone gave you. Mm-hmm. With you being a poet, and I'm sure we have, you know, people's gonna be listening that want to be a poet, not not sure where to start or how to get started. What advice do you have for them to get started and, you know, leaping over a hurdle that they may be going through? Mm-hmm. I would say just stay genuine. Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody shy you away from what you're doing. And just be honest when you write and just project anything negative, positivity. Just put it all in your writing. Right. I like that. Stay true to yourself. Okay. So I want to talk about your podcast. So, will you be by yourself? Will you have other people with you? What's going on with the podcast? Uh, I would, I would say I'll have co-hosts here mm-hmm. and there, and keep it, keep it exciting, keep it fun. Cause I, that's what I was been contemplating about. But I was like, I definitely would have a lot of, a lot of different interviews, yeah. poets, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And then I implement my poetry too, because they'll take away from the preparing for like an open mic or show the nervousness mm-hmm. I was like I can just come and I can just relax you know I can do my poem here like here just now it wasn't that it wasn't that you know all those eyes on you so. right just me and Dennis <laughs> right <laughs> it wasn't 50 plus eyes so it's like all right mm-hmm. you know having people come up to you it wasn't all that you know right. and it's like ironically on nothing I would say is poets it's like just being in the I would say the public you get a lot of weird things like when, mm-hmm. I, when I became available mass piece was like you know you got to you know, take away that, you know, that private button, like yeah. put everything public, your Facebook, your Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've been getting a lot of 
creeps, you know. Girl. <laughs> yeah, and they'll slide in like, oh, I'm a poet. Or da, da, da. And it's like, they don't even do Not poetry. Push. They just. <laughs> He's so yeah. scary. Yeah, it's, like, it's weird. I'm like, uh, I'm like, I ain't even, you know, I ain't even no celebrity. But I had posted, I performed at uh, Check Your Past Winery, the piece mm-hmm. I just did. Mm-hmm. I had did that and missed all that drama. I performed that piece and it was already like, I performed that in front of everybody and it was amazing. The feeling was great. But then my video got over like 200 views and yes. that was kind of big for me because I don't even, I barely post. So it's mm-hmm. like I try to post and there it goes. It's like right after, oh, you do poetry. Oh, you do poetry, poetry. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody, everybody starts signing DMs. I'm like, man, what the? And it just was weird. Wow. I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm not even no, I'm not no celebrity. It was just weird. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, but that's the only thing. It's like you get a lot of weirdos. We becoming a public light. She's saying they're not even poets. Yeah. That's crazy. That's so crazy. And I get people who try to, like I said, play vegan, try to get to me yes. too. And I'm like, come on. Like, you know, doggone well, yeah. you had, you just ate a hot dog right. yesterday. <laughs> or you just left the barbecue place. And oh. it's like, you playing like, I'm like, come on, bro. And you got to catch him up, you know, on Facebook and stuff. I think because it's so trendy now mm-hmm. that everybody is like, I want to jump on the bandwagon, and then it sounds good, mm-hmm. and they really not sticking to nope. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to a guy like that. I was dating this guy, and he claimed like all his stuff on social media. It was like hardcore. I'm a vegan. Da, da, da. And as I kept getting to know him, and I started slowly see barbecue, and oh. he's like, oh, well, no, I'm going to start back tomorrow. I was just doing a little break. And I'm like, huh? No. I was like, why are you lying? Like. Come on, why are you lying? Because he would take me out to you know vegan spots, mm-hmm. meats, and all. And it's like, why are you lying? Like, just be honest. Girl, I, I like, am shocked in the pot. <laughs> she said slowly but surely the yeah. real came, started going to barbecues and everything. It's like, I thought I had to be vegan. I'm like, no, I didn't say I only date vegans. It's like, come on. Now you're a liar. Now I'm turned off. Okay. Because you know you presented <laughs> well, well. the whole facade. That's <laughs> yeah. not even you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you lied about something you didn't have to lie about. <laughs> in the first place. That makes me so sick. Okay, so let's talk about um, your handlers. How can people keep up with you as far as your next events? You know, your next time you'll um, be speaking, doing spoken word. How can we keep up with you? Uh, I would say Instagram. Follow me at Miss Pretty Hurts. That's M S P R E T T Y H U R T Z. Z is in zebra. So Miss Pretty Hurts. And I also have a page on Facebook. You can follow me at Sasha Jones or Pretty Hurts. Facebook page or Melanin Moments and Mimosas. I just started my own the podcast page. So I'm just starting all these different pages trying to direct traffic, you know, different mm-hmm. traffic. Like, you can follow me. I follow y'all back. Yes, she does. I can admit she does. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a hardcore, like, I take that personal. Like, funny, I was even at the, the podcast event. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I've been following you. And they're like, oh, yeah, you do. I'm like, follow me back. I'm right. Follow you. <laughs> I'm real petty. Now that you know. Yeah. So follow me back. Yeah, I kind of was, yeah, making them take that phone okay. out. Because they were taking care of They're like, I'm going to follow you back. No, you're not. Follow me back right now. Like, dang. So I can see you. They probably was like, ooh, she. Yeah. Follow me back. Or I'm telling, I get people like a week maybe. Because I have, I even had an app on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, followers out. Yeah, I check that daily. That's how I be knowing when people don't follow me. Get yeah, out. Like, okay. All right. I see you doing it. And I'm going to do it too. Yeah. Unfollow. <laughs> I try to keep that ratio, that follower, that follow, who I'm following. I try to keep that. You know, some people, mm-hmm. they're following, like, 5,000 people, and they got, like, 200 followers. Yes. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't want that to be my page. Because you're doing too much. Yeah. It's too much you're seeing. Yeah. You don't need to see the important things, I'll say. People who support you, too. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. 
So next thing we have is called a motivational moment, and I love this part. So it may be a Bible verse that I've seen past the week or some type of quote, something that will just inspire me and motivate me, and hopefully it motivates everyone else. So the one that I found, it says, go confidently in your direction of your dreams. And it's actually by a poet, so this was a great mm -hmm. moment. His name is Henry Thoreau. Have you heard of him? I'm probably mm -hmm. saying his name, last name wrong. Sorry about probably that, sir. <laughs> and so when I first saw that quote, mm -hmm. it made me think about, you know, me and this podcast. I had this vision like a long, long time ago. Right. And so when it came back, it was like, okay, Brianna, full for force, and you have other mm -hmm. ideas to go with it, go towards this dream right. and be confident about it. Because if you're not confident about it, no one else is going to believe in you. Right, you got to believe yourself. So what does that quote mean to you? Mm -hmm. I would say just whatever you're thinking about, whatever you don't feel is possible, that can mm -hmm. be done, just go for it. Whatever you, you know, you never know until you try I don't care if you fail, just as long as you said you tried, mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Because like I said, the podcast, poetry, everything that I've been doing, it's like things that I've been thinking about forever. Right. And it's like, just go on and, just just go on and attempt it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You never know. want that dream to be, what if, what if, what yeah, if. Because I have a lot of people in my family that's like 45, 50, man, like, man, I wish I would have, if I was younger. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I found myself like, when I was working that corporate job, just being... I was working there for three years, mm -hmm. and I was just, I felt stuck. I got to the point, and it, me, I'm a pretty positive person, but it was getting to the point where it was like, I hated coming to work. Yes. Like, I literally just was like, no, like, I hate this. I'm not going nowhere with this. Like, I can't do my poetry. I can't do the events. I have all this stuff I want to do, and mm -hmm. this is not feeding into what I like. I can't imagine spending another three years here or some people 20-plus years. Yes. And I'm like, how can you do it? Like, Literally, I would, yeah, I don't say what I would do, but <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't live like that. So I'm mm -hmm. just like, you know, I feel like I wasted all my good years. Like I said, I'm young, but I feel old. So I'm yes. just like, I could have been doing something else. So I've been doing Lyft and Uber mm -hmm. for a whole year, going to, yeah, over a year now. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing that, and that's been really flexible and helping with everything I need to do. And it's like, man, if I'd known I could have made money, just that alone right. to keep up with. I was I could have quit my job years ago. A you long know? time ago. It's just, like I said, God will make you uncomfortable mm -hmm. so you can make that decision. And when I came back from New Orleans, it was a lot of BS at the job. My manager did, tried to yell at me, and I was Can't like, stop. Oh. Yeah, and it was like, and I tried to talk to somebody. They didn't do nothing. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm going to quit. And when I went to get my stuff, they're like, what are you doing? It's like, you don't want to mm -hmm. think about this? I was like, no, I'm quitting. Like, I'm out. He was just like, what? The the seat? And I'm like, you didn't handle it accordingly. If you would have handled it, he he tried to keep me in the same department. And I was like, no, like that's not handling anything. You're not mm -hmm. doing what you said you was going to do. Right. So once I did that, life really just opened up all type of doors. And now I could do what I want to do. Every every single day I could do whatever I want, whether right. drive, fly, whatever. So once I did that, I was like, why didn't I? I kind of regret it not doing it sooner, but I was mm -hmm. like, well, I took part of my life at 25. I took my life back. You know? Right. Better now than later, you right. know? Yeah. Because I know this one girl, she was there for like seven years. Mm -hmm. She finally just left. Wow. But she was like, man, just waste my And I'm like, see, I couldn't be at that seven. Yeah. She <laughs> <You> couldn't <laughs> make it the extra four years. I was like, no, ma'am. I, I wasted three years. I was like, no, let me just take my life back. I was mm -hmm. like, because this is terrible. You don't want to go nowhere where you hate every single day. Like, yeah. And I'm, I'm a person. Drag. 
I learn fast. So it's like once I learn it, I take it on, I'm like, okay, what's next? So mm-hmm. if it's nothing else to challenge me, I need to go. Right. I can't keep doing repetitive stuff every day. Right. All right. Well, that concludes episode four. I Ooh. so appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you for having me. You are so welcome. You will be back because I know you have a lot of good things that's happening in the future. So I definitely want you to come back. And I want to shout out to Wolf Nation for allowing me to record today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode four was good podcast. Um, We will be resuming episode five coming soon. Thank you guys so much and have a great rest of your day. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, Make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see. And I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.